When Airbnb called me this morning, it was supposed to be a simple conversation about a guest refund for a guest who claimed they could not stay last night. It turned into a conversation that was over 90 minutes long discussing the potential of a break-in of an Airbnb guest that shouldn't have even been at the property. This led to a deep rabbit hole where the mediation team, second only to trust and safety, a senior representative at Airbnb with, we're talking years of experience, educated me on the fine print of how they handle guests that stay at properties when they're not supposed to. This conversation is well in line with previous videos where I talk about guests who are squatting and guests who overstay their welcome. Airbnb gave me insanely valuable insights. And in this video, if you're an Airbnb host in any city, any state, any country, this is a video that you have to see because this is exactly how Airbnb wants you to handle their guests who overstay their welcome. So the best place to get your Airbnb information here, Airbnb Automated, my name's Sean Rocky Jeech and let's talk about this call. Airbnb family, YouTube world, this is an exciting video for me to share with you. Totally stunned when I got this phone call and when I started asking questions, I started actually getting answers. Now, for those of you who don't know, Airbnb will call you whenever there's a problem with a guest. A guest is saying something's not right, they want a refund, they couldn't stay, etc. Airbnb reaches out to you as a way to resolve those problems with those guests. As this person on the phone said to me, she does not move forward with resolutions or mediations until she has both tickets. There's always two sides to a story was one of the very first things that she said to me and she's like, I need to talk to you about this guest. As you know, I can't give you the names of these guests because content policy at Airbnb, but what I can tell you is a guest tried to show up at about 1 a.m. last night and said somebody's in the property. Um, which was not true. We actually just confirmed that. And the guest tried to check in after hours. So this guest booked at a discount and did not check in between the 4 p.m. to midnight window. So she couldn't get assistance from us on check-in. So she probably was trying to check into like the wrong apartment number and stuff like that. You know, could have been anything. We didn't actually get a hold of this specific guest. But that day of check-in, which was yesterday, there's also a guest that booked, tried to check in four hours in advance, found out that they couldn't check in that early and then canceled their reservation. So we thought it was possible that this guest had the check-in information and could have stayed, like came back in later with their check-in information and then prevented the next guest who was scheduled to come in. So that was what we thought could be at play. My team has had issues with Airbnb giving check-in instructions way too early to guests who are checking in who booked last minute, like guests checking in at 6 a.m. while the previous guest is still asleep. That stuff is for a different video, but this lays the groundwork for my conversation with this Airbnb representative because I had some questions for them on what exactly we should do in these situations. I explained we've had guests that are squatting and won't leave and the police won't do anything. I've explained that we've had guests who've stayed and future guests had to cancel month-long reservations where we lose thousands of dollars and Airbnb's host guarantee won't pay us. I explained to her how we've had guests who try to check in three hours early and where the previous guest checked out late, we only have about 30 minutes to start a resolution for damages that the guest caused because that other guest coming in early prevents us from doing a host guarantee according to Airbnb's policies. So I laid out all of our problems that we're having navigating the system 
And then she started to educate me big time on everything that we should do. In this video, I'm gonna lay out for you the step-by-step -step plan that she gave me to handle guests that don't check out on time and how to navigate around some of the things that we typically think we should do as Airbnb hosts. First thing that you need to know is there's a discernment between two different types of guest removal. There is one where a guest cancels before their reservation even starts, and then they show up at your property with a canceled reservation. That person is just trespassing. They advise that we call the police and remove them because we actually never legally gave them possession. Their reservation was canceled before arrival. That's it, that we can stop talking about now. In the other case, where Airbnb gives somebody check-in instructions, they gain access to your home while their reservation is active, even for just mere minutes, and then the reservation is canceled or the reservation ends, we no longer take it on ourselves to handle the situation according to this Airbnb representative. There's a 36-hour plan that we're about to put in place. One thing you need to know about this is Airbnb does have the ability to call the police on your behalf, kind of. Not on necessarily on your behalf, but on their behalf, and they're gonna liaison with police to remove a guest. They call this extractions. The trust and safety department is the one that does the calls to the police, but there's urgent and non-urgent classifications for these tickets. A non-urgent classification is whenever a guest stays past their checkout time, but less than 36 hours past. So basically, if your checkout time is 11 a.m. on a Monday, it becomes urgent 11 p.m. on Tuesday. And up until that time, Airbnb's not going to involve the police. So we're gonna talk about your 36-hour plan and we're gonna talk about the implications of this plan because there's some things that you need to do with any future guests that you have. I've got notes. So first things first, you call Airbnb immediately. So 11.05, you call Airbnb and say, hey, the guest has not um, responded to their checkout procedures. Um, we are concerned for their safety officially is what you'll say. We're concerned for the guest. Now, you will continue to reach out to the guest for a very short period of time. Hey, you missed your checkout window. Can we help you check out? Um, you're always just concerned for the guest is the point here. Then you tell Airbnb, if you have a future guest coming, be like, well, we have another reservation starting today or tomorrow. This late checkout, if the guest holds it or we can't get a hold of this guest and you know get possession in time, this could influence the next reservation. So could you please reach out to that guest too about this? Step two is you immediately call that next guest also or reach out to them and you'll say something like this. You'll tell them, hi, ma'am or sir, this is Sean, your Airbnb host for today or tomorrow. Now, the guest who scheduled a checkout today missed their checkout window. We're trying to get a hold of them about finding out when they will check out of the space. Now, we do have an Airbnb case manager on this to help with that guest's checkout. I'm just contacting you proactively because this could affect your check-in window depending on how late this guest actually does check out. Can I ask you, what hour were you planning on checking in today or checking in tomorrow? Okay, very good. Now, this is rare, but Airbnb is well prepared for this. You will be getting a phone call from Airbnb because they take over in situations like this because of course, um, when a guest doesn't check out and things aren't going according to plan, Airbnb likes to help and take over. So expect a phone call from a case manager at Airbnb. Thank you, let me know if you have any questions, but at this time, do not try to check into the property. It is not ready, thank you. So at that point, you are trying to prevent the next guest from checking in if there's a very short window because if you're going to do a host guarantee for damages, the next guest cannot touch the property. If the guest even shows up on premise and sneezes on your front door, you are no longer guaranteed under the host guarantee. You need to isolate one reservation for the host guarantee. And so if guests come early, 
this could cause you not to get paid out on the host guarantee. And this is what we're trying to prevent there. Now, Airbnb says that they are capable of relocating guests even for just a portion of their reservation. And now this is gonna be the big part for this playbook here. Let's say the reservation affected, like the next reservation is a month long. Your case manager should be trying to save that reservation. So what they should be trying to do is they should be trying to temporarily relocate that guest for two or three days max. That's how long this should take if this goes correctly, because there's that 36 hour window and then trust and safety will like get with police to remove a guest. They did tell me they do not want you getting physical with Airbnb guests because of course, Airbnb guests could complain to Airbnb and then protocol as you get wrapped up in a mess where there's like a, you can even say you could get sued because the Airbnb guest decides it was wrong for you to do so and it could get sticky, but Airbnb might just shut your account down because there's some crazy accusation that needs to be investigated. So to save yourself from you know a clean hands situation, they recommend that you stop communicating with the guest once you know that this is not gonna go appropriately. If the guest says to you, hey, yeah, sorry, we'll be out in an hour, cool, but if the guest you know, starts getting weird with you or stops like communicating like on when they will check out. The Airbnb just recommends that you stop communicating and just communicate with Airbnb and then the future guests. And so at this point, if you have to relocate a guest, you want Airbnb to do it. And you're gonna tell the case manager, hey, so this guest is a month long reservation. And in order to not lose this reservation, um, previous case managers have recommended that we relocate this guest temporarily for two or three days until, of course, trust and safety can remove the person who's overstayed and then we'll move them into this place. And so as a team, let's make this happen. And this is how it should go according to this highly experienced trust and safety team person, this media, this mediations person. When recap, if a guest takes possession for even just minutes, you have to hand it to Airbnb if you need to get the guest out. And it's going to take 36 hours before it can come urgent, which means 11 PM one night. If you know, if it's about a missed checkout window, you can then call Airbnb and escalate it immediately. And what they're going to do is they're going to do something called a warm handoff where you called in and then they hand you off to trust and safety to start that like urgent process. Now, how long it takes after that really depends on local police and what Airbnb can do to prove that this person was transient and they don't belong there and that you, of course, they don't have to go through the eviction process. And so this can take a day, um, like 24 hours or more at this point. So you should not expect that if a guest was supposed to check out Monday at 11 a.m. and they overstay, that when Tuesday at 11 p.m. you call, you should not expect them to be out on Wednesday. It could be like Thursday before you get possession back. Plan for that. So when you talk to the case manager, tell them that you know this typically can take about 72 full hours in order for it to resolve. Remember that the case manager's job is to save the reservations. That's their job. They're trying to keep reservations on the platform. So if your case manager is not trying to get the guest, the next guest to agree to just staying somewhere else for two or three days, if it's a longer reservation, then you can request a change of case manager because they are not advocating for the best outcome that Airbnb has tried to plan for or has paid these people for. So the goal is to save the next reservation. So what you should do is you should call the next guest um, and follow up with them and make sure that they've actually spoken with the case manager about this and see kind of where they are. You wanna make sure that they feel well and they feel accommodated. 
If they don't feel accommodated and they're starting to get angry, you're gonna call Airbnb and request a new case manager because Airbnb is failing to accommodate that second guest that is being affected by the first guest. You're allowed to do this. And one thing to remember is when you first make that phone call, you wanna get a ticket number. Every phone call has a ticket and you wanna keep a copy of that. And you are waiting that 36 hours in order to use that ticket with trust and safety. Now, Airbnb recommends that you don't talk to the guests when things go south because as this Airbnb rep called it, she said, you're holding the Joker card and no one knows it, which is that trust and safety jumps in to save the day. Um, and that's pretty important. Now, of course, what you say officially matters and that's why they said, say things like, I'm concerned. There's a lot more to this and I'm going to hammer you with some statements and some tips from this Airbnb representative really quickly so this doesn't go any longer than it has to. So I'm gonna tell you some things that will affect your Airbnb career, and I want you to write these down, okay? Airbnb statements. Airbnb said, a common misnomer is that other people get filtered out by their like screening system, like the criminal background check that actually doesn't happen, and that's not true. Airbnb doesn't want to lose anyone. When they filter people, they just filter them out of instant book. So a lot of the bad guests that we have right now, if you set that they have to have a profile photo, positive reviews, government ID, and you maximize your security features, what it allows you to do is, instead of that person instant booking, they have to request the book, which allows you to do your diligence. Airbnb calls their service self-serve. They're like, technically we are self-serve. So we're responsible for the people that we allow on the platform because we can choose the level of like scrutiny. I don't think it's comprehensive personally, but that's just their stance. They did say that some hosts want to move up the ladder faster and they want to, of course, build up that momentum, which what she's talking about is actually with the SEO in like platform for ranking. So they'll take anything is what she said. Um, I tend to be on that closer to taking anything side, like minimum stay one night, that instant book on right away, stuff like that. So she's saying that hosts who wanna climb the ranks, the ranking ladder, and build up momentum with bookings, because booking momentum and stuff like that gives you good ranking, they'll take anything. So if you want positive SEO, you have to take the risk is the trade-off here. When talking about removing people from the platform, they said this, we don't remove people. We have to allow things to happen. The system looks for patterns. There's a department that runs software that looks for patterns. She said, imagine, you know, the FBI will watch you commit a crime. They don't stop you from committing it. So essentially, if you know something bad's about to happen, the Airbnb can't like stop them. This isn't the minority report, but um, you're allowed to cancel three reservations per year per listing if you have your instant book on because you're not comfortable with the guest and they can't penalize you for those. So you're allowed that. Um, so keep that in your back pocket. They also said that they encourage all hosts with at least six listings to be part of an API network. Basically, they're saying that their software isn't designed for business level hosts and there are other softwares out there that you should use to run your business from. And we'll talk about those API you know, channel managers, PMS softwares. We're gonna talk about those in future videos too because it's necessary, even according to Airbnb. They also gave me advice on changing case managers because this happens to us where we believe like a case manager isn't following protocol. Now this matters for more than just situations like this because you know, we've had issues where guests will call three or four days after their reservation ends and they'll try to make a complaint to get a refund. Entertaining that refund at all is a violation of Airbnb's policies because Airbnb's policies say that a guest has to contact Airbnb within 24 hours of check-in. And if a case manager is entertaining this, then they're already like violating procedure. So you can request a new case manager for the guest complaint. You're allowed to do that. 
Now, if that case manager says, well, I am the final authority on this, be like, well, I would like to speak to your supervisor. And they'll be like, oh, I can't do that. You'll say, please give me the ticket number for this phone call. I'd like you to note that, I would like you to note the ticket, note this call that I've requested both a new case manager for this because I believe protocol is not being followed and I've requested to speak to your supervisor. You'll get confirmation that they've notated the account and then ask them to transfer you to another person. And if they can't, then you're gonna have to hang up, call back, notate the, the ticket, the ticket number that you got from them, which now has confirmation that they've notated the account and say, hey, I'd like to speak to a senior level case manager or somebody within the department because my current case manager for this ticket isn't following protocol and I need to report that, I need a new case manager. And then they can, you know, you can force a case manager change if your case manager is not following protocol, somebody will review the ticket and they'll get back with you. It can take 48 hours for somebody to, of course, get back with you on this. So just be prepared to wait. The damages that you could suffer as a host when a guest doesn't check out could be the loss of revenue for the days affected. And that's why Airbnb's policy here is to try to transfer guests only for a portion of days, saving the entire reservation, but then paying that guest affected like a discounted rate or you know free nights of stay this is something that airbnb will shoulder or should shoulder under their host guarantee there should be no and there should be no um, charging you for something out of your control the way that this airbnb representative stated this and see if i can actually find the notes because this was a really cool one she said circumstances beyond your control you were unable to get a payout because the guest prevented it and so that's what she um, is stating as a host guarantiable claim here. So we're trying to use the same logic when a guest, a future guest gets a refund or a partial refund due to an inconvenience that was outside of your control because another Airbnb user prevented your ability to provide full service. Airbnb's host guarantee should cover any refunds or costs due to preserving the next guest. So Airbnb is well aware that they lose money on these situations. She even said to me, she's like, yeah, we overextend all the time on these because the guest that causes the damage is usually the cheaper reservation. She said that on the phone, so she gets it. And her official statement to me when I told her we plan on hiring private security to remove people after late checkout is she said this. She's like, that step would cause a lot of problems uh, with each guest on the platform. And she said, and because each account is linked to a million dollar host guarantee. We don't want you to extract them yourselves. We want you to wait the 36 hours and let trust and safety do it. So she's saying to us that even though we have innkeepers rights and we have the right to remove somebody like legally, Airbnb is advising us that we don't. So Airbnb is in this call where she advised me on this call. She is telling me that Airbnb is taking more responsibility for the guest than a regular you know, third-party platform, and they're asking us to not exercise our rights as innkeepers or hotel operators or transient guest hosts. Um, she's asking us to stand down and let Airbnb handle it. So this is largely an admission of responsibility by Airbnb based on the advice that I got on this phone call. Wasn't this absolutely massive? Like this is highly likable content. This like, like this video because every host in the world should know and your like will help share this with other Airbnb hosts. Also, share this information in host forums. Even if you don't share this video link, share the contents of this video and let people know that I had this phone call and this is what Airbnb said. 
every Airbnb host needs to know how to handle guests that overstay their welcome. And I will be doing follow-up videos on protocols as to how to always know if a guest is checking out even five minutes late because we have to start these cases immediately. And a lot of hosts, we find out when the housekeeper shows up and sometimes that's too late already. So um, thank you for watching Airbnb Automated. Much more to come. Thank you so much and I'll see you on the other side. Hi.